0: hello sweet friend so nice to have you back if this is your first episode a big warm welcome to you in this week's episode we are taking a look at how the company we keep can either strengthen or weaken our manifesting or law of attraction powers as well as help or hinder our success the inspiration for this episode came from not a group of people who bring me down and irritate me or I have challenges with, but quite the opposite. A group of amazing women who, whenever I interact with them or spend time with them, I walk away feeling nurtured, seen, joyful, and full of gratitude. My energy gets a super boost of high vibes, creativity, Clarity and focus. I'm motivated to set hairy, scary, big goals and take inspired action. Have you heard the saying by Jim Rohn, the motivational speaker and businessman, that goes, You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with? Or have you heard the saying by Dan Pena, another businessman who said, Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. In his book, The Compound Effect, Darren Hardy writes, According to research by social psychologist Dr. David McClelland of Harvard, the people you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. That's almost 100%. Can you believe that? I was amazed by that study's findings and surprised at how high that number was. I don't know how they came to that percentage, but I can see how it could be valid. Depending on the person or and other social, economic, psychological factors, as well as age and culture, that number could possibly be accurate for many of us. The people you spend the most time with truly can play a significant role in either helping or hindering our ability to consciously create our life and achieve our goals. And now those quotes by those successful businessmen can somewhat be proven to be true. But I also like to think that what we read, watch, listen to, choose to learn about, creates the space for these people to come into our lives. Let's take a look at how this could be true. I'd like to share with you six ways our inner circle, our friends, family, and people we spend the most time with can help us or hinder us and how they can supercharge our creations or weaken the energy around our intentions. Have you ever gotten the advice that if you have these really big, lofty, magnificent goals, never to tell certain people around you because they will just squash your dreams and desires, your sacred desires. So that's kind of similar to why it's so important, not only of the company we keep, but how much we share and what we share with our company. So then let's also take a look at Six suggestions for how we can manage being with those who are less and positive, helpful, encouraging, or supportive in our lives. Okay, so the first thing is support and encouragement. Positive reinforcement and emotional support from friends, families, mentors, or people who share similar interests and passions can boost our confidence and motivation, making it easier to stay committed to our goals and even keep us on track. They're our best cheerleaders and our biggest support. They're the ones who champion us when we are reaching for our goals. Now, when we are having a bad day or facing challenges, these are the people who we can feel safe with, whose shoulders we can cry on and who could make lemonade out of our lemons and rainbows out of our rainy days even though the saying is true misery loves company so do play and joy and fun and positivity if i had to choose between misery and joy or positivity it's obvious which one i would pick those who do not support us on the other hand can make the opposite happen we become negative and pessimistic We soon give up on our dreams and settle for less rather than keeping the hope alive, energized to go after those dreams. Okay, the second reason why this could be true is networking and connection. So building and maintaining a strong network of high vibe, positive people can provide access to valuable research information and opportunities that can accelerate our progress toward our goals. Have you ever met someone who was really well connected? They seem to know everyone and not just anyone I should say but the right people, the key players. So imagine if you will being able to go to someone and say hey friend I'm looking for a good accountant their recommendation blows you away they are just what you are hoping for your friend just saved you precious time and energy leaving you to focus on other things to move you closer to your goals now the opposite could be true so say you have you have to go searching on your own taking chances on complete strangers weeding through potential individuals spending hours and days on a task and not making the best use of our time. Now, the complete opposite could be true. You could find someone that you know, that is a little negative, kind of grumpy, complains about different things here and there, doesn't really feel that great or have a zest for life or joy or pleasant disposition. You could ask them for a referral. But what are the chances you're going to take action on their referral, on their recommendation? Or you just might have to go searching on your own, taking chances on complete strangers, weeding through potential individuals, spending hours and days on a task and not making the best use of your time. I would say you definitely would have to work with your your spirit team, and finding someone who you're aligned with and can be a great financial partner, a great accountant. Okay, speaking of accounting, accountability is the third one. I love this one because every Monday I meet with my accountability partner, Jamie. Each week we say what three things we're going to do for the week. And if we don't do the three things, either we figure out how to get them done or we reevaluate if completing the item is the best use of our time at that time, or if we need to move on to more pressing projects or things. So, when people in your life hold you accountable for your actions and progress, you're more likely to stay on track and fulfill your commitments. Because sadly, sometimes our commitments to others way more than the commitments we make to ourselves. Sad, but true, and quite common. I know I'm guilty of that myself. So I know that I hate letting Jamie down. Even though she's never upset with me or judges me or is negative in any way, I just don't like it when I'm not able to say that I completed my three things for the week. It really drives me nuts. However, When the opposite happens and the people in your life are more of a distraction, derailing your progress or unconsciously hijacking your time or your energy or your emotions, the opposite happens. Days and weeks and months and sadly, even years can go by without any progress on your goals, leaving your dreams on a shelf collecting dust while you veg out. On Netflix. Number four is collaboration. This is another wonderful one. Working with others who share your goals can lead to creative problem solving, shared knowledge and information and the pulling together of resources, making it easier to achieve our goals, dreams, desires and wishes. In the past, I've always preferred to do things on my own. I think it was a control thing. Or maybe it was a trust thing. Or maybe a little of both. I always thought that I was more the type to lone wolf the project and actually things in general. I didn't want to depend on others and come to think of it, it might be pride or not wanting to ask for help or needing help. Honestly, I feel like many good, worthwhile projects have not seen the light of day because of my stubbornness. Anyways, recently when I collaborated with some like-minded, hearted, high vibe spiritual entrepreneurs, the creation process has been such a delight. It has been all around a wonderful, motivating experience. I've even thought to myself, why? Didn't I do this earlier? Because each woman has brought their gifts and talents to the table to share and for the benefit of everyone involved. Intentions for the success of the project are supercharged because of everyone's participation. Number five, feedback and advice. So trusted individuals and partners or People in our inner circle can offer constructive feedback and valuable advice that can help us refine our goals, strategies, and plans. Our support system, pacing partners, accountability partners, and dependable network can see our blind spots and we can see theirs. Sometimes we are so into our own stuff, we can't see the forest for the trees, as the saying goes. Our confidant is able to look beneath the surface and uncover what needs to be healed or addressed so that we are able to move forward and move past the roadblocks and challenges holding us back from manifesting with power. Unhelpful individuals can give us unhelpful or bad advice or feedback that keeps us stuck and frustrated because frankly, they just really don't care. So instead of getting closer to our desires, we drift farther and farther away from them. Again, a strong network or community could really make all the difference in the world. Here we are number six, inspiration and role models. Having role models or mentors who have achieved similar goals can provide inspiration, guidance, and a roadmap for your own journey. Coaches are great sources of inspiration, accountability, and partnership. I've heard that being part of a group that is slightly further along your path is super helpful and important. So imagine being able to go to a mentor Who has walked the path you are currently on steering you away from pitfalls and potential problems sharing what worked and what didn't work for them and providing you with shortcuts saving you precious time energy and money opposite is also true someone who is all about the negative might give you bad advice and tell you to not even try or bother I can't quite remember where I heard this from, but I think it was a business coach. And she was talking about networking or belonging to a mastermind. She said that you want to be the newbie or the novice or the green one in the room so you can learn from the other members' successes. She also said to be in groups where you were the one further ahead so that you could help mentor others with their goals that you might have already achieved and obtained and gained a certain level of expertise in. So you pay it forward and be the role model and the source of information. I thought that was great because when it comes to role models and mentors, I feel like it's a sacred connection. I feel like there's a level of unspoken responsibility if a mentor or a member is negative and biting and unpleasant and competitive, run for the hills, my friend, and take cover. Just one ill-natured mastermind member or network member could spoil the bunch. All it takes is one bad apple. I think the saying goes something like, one bad apple spoils the, the barrel, Um, For me, I imagine moldy strawberries. All it takes is one moldy strawberry to spread the mold to the other strawberries in the carton, and the next thing you know, you have a carton full of brown fuzzy strawberries. Okay, so my friends, could it be time to take a look at how our relationships and interactions with others boost our energy or deplete it? Now, I'm not saying to completely overhaul and say goodbye to all those people in your life, although you could bless and release them from your life if it's really not healthy and, of course, abusive. By all means, do so if that's what will be best for you. But I am suggesting to be aware and mindful of your energy and emotions when you do spend time with them and really consciously think about what they're saying and how you are taking it in or making the conscious effort not to take in what they're saying because it all starts with the thoughts, the mind. It's so important to not catch their mental virus. So here are six suggestions If you have to interact with those people who are not energetically supportive and uplifting or inspiring, because we are not hermits living in the mountains and we have full lives. So, number one is spend a few moments before and after interacting with them to check in with yourself and do what you need to do to support yourself. Maybe it's shielding yourself in violet light of protection or Energetically rebalancing your chakra system or saying a prayer for yourself and the other person, any tool, technique, or modality. And I'm sure many of us listening here have a few of them in our tool belt. So use that to realign and recenter yourself. Personally, I breathe, or I should say, I mindfully breathe during the challenging conversations or interactions. Sometimes just focusing on my breath and inhaling and exhaling does the trick. I used to sigh till someone pointed it out. But now I control my breath. There is a big difference and you really feel it. Breathing can work wonders. Okay, the second suggestion is make a backup plan. Give yourself an out or a plan B. Don't hesitate to jump ship or pull the ripcord and make an exit if things are not going well. Remember those um, in those rom-com movies where the lady is going on a blind date and has the friend call her after a certain amount of time or at a certain time to see if she needs an excuse to end the date early? Well, it wouldn't be such a bad idea to do the same. Maybe a meeting with a co-worker goes unnecessarily long or your great aunt Sally just loves to go on and on complaining about everything under the sun. Have an exit strategy. Have a backup plan. Okay, number three is immerse yourself in nature. Oh, this one is so good. Nature is amazing and it takes really good care of us. Its positivity and goodness is endless, limitless, and abundant. It can get us back in positive, high vibe, manifesting, and turbocharged in minutes. Going on a walk outside or taking a dip in the ocean feels wonderful and it's also very healing. The salt water of the ocean is a great neutralizer. Come to think of it, you could even take a nice warm salt bath. That sounds really nice, right? So taking time for yourself, detoxing, (laughs) clearing your ears, your mind, your heart, your aura, your energy, clearing it from all the negativity. Immerse yourself in nature so that you practice self-care and do what fills you up and puts you back in that positive, feeling good state. Okay, number four, counterbalance the time with someone who lifts you up. It could be human or animal. If you know you're going to have to be around someone who has challenging energy, be sure to spend time with those who have delightful, enjoyable, magical energy to replenish your reserves and fill your cup. Our pets are great. Because they are the best listeners. And they will never roll their eyes at you, yawn while you're talking, or make faces at you while you're sharing about your ordeal. Although, my cat will just walk away when she's had enough. But hey, you know, she's honoring her limits too. In that case, I suppose I'm the negative and cranky Great Aunt Sally going on and on complaining. And she's honoring her boundaries. Okay. Number five. Number five is called return to sender with consciousness, love, and compassion. I learned this technique many years back from a mentor. She taught me that whenever I am carrying energy, thoughts, or emotions that do not belong to me, but I somehow have taken on, she says, to consciously say or command out loud, I return this to sender with consciousness or love, or compassion, whichever word, or you can use all three of them. Meaning they can have it back, it's not yours to carry, it's not your burden. And the nice thing about this is you don't necessarily have to know from whom or where you picked it up from. We can return to sender, not like playing hot potato or throwing back a grenade, but with kindness and a little neutrality. It's like receiving mail that does not belong to you. You have to write, return to sender on the envelope because it went to the wrong address or in our case, the wrong person. Number six, reconnect with your passions, your why and your joy. With conscious creation or manifesting or any of the universal laws of creation, it is important to be in the energy of what we want or desire or intend, right? Oftentimes when we are around those who try our patience and frustrate us or whatever the emotion or state of being, we get thrown off our good vibes. We get thrown off course. So until whatever the desired state of being, the energy vibration or frequency is regular and a normal set point for us that comes naturally and unconsciously, we have to consciously, deliberately thoughtfully, regularly, and mindfully choose it over and over again. Or shift our energy, thoughts, emotions to that desire over and over again. So reconnecting with our why and our delights is really important. Actually, if we want to be really positive, we could say that the people who throw us off of our manifesting game are actually doing us a favor by testing and strengthening our resolve and our manifesting muscles. Ultimately, the influence of others and our goal achievement and manifesting prowess depends on the nature of our relationships. But we need to recognize what is good and healthy and helpful for us and what awful isn't. It's essential to cultivate positive, supportive relationships while also managing or minimizing the negative influences that can hinder or block our progress. So your homework for this week, oh boy, I'm giving homework, but that's because I think it's so important. Remember 95%, whether that is really true or not for you, you can discern that for yourself. But your homework is to find a plan, people, places, or pets, whatever it may be. So you can get the support you need to bolster your success, your healing, your manifestations, or your goals. And there you have it. You stuck around to the end. Thanks so much for listening. And feel free to send this episode to someone who needs to hear it. Maybe that person can be your inner support circle. Until next time, have a wonderful, delightful week. Take care and be well. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.